Welcome to TCN Talks. The goal of our podcast is 15 to 20 minutes of relevant, need-to-know information to help you in your role as a hospice, palliative care, and serious illness leader, and for the team at all levels of the organization. Our goal is concise and relevant information because brevity signals respect. And the bookends of our podcast are always something to make you think deeper about life, about our topic, or both. And now, here's Chris Como. Hello and welcome. Before we get started today, I want to thank our sponsor, Delta Care X. Delta Care X is the title sponsor for our 2022 Leadership Immersion course. They have been all year and also our TCN Talks podcast for all of this year as well. Delta Care X is the premier vendor of TLS Collaborative Network and they provide pharmacy benefit management services that allow their clients to experience deep discounts utilizing a preferred local network of pharmacies that can provide same-day delivery when necessary. Thanks to Delta Care X for all the great work that they do in our hospice segment. Also, if you're new to our podcast, we'd love to have you join us continually, especially going into 2023. Whatever platform you listen to us on, click that subscribe button and make sure also you pay it forward to family and friends that you have in hospice and palliative care segment as well. So our guest today is, well, it's me. <laughs> and I always do ask our guests to just tell our listeners, what do they need to know about you? So Here's some things I would hope that you know about me. I'm going on about 27, 28 years now, in this amazing work that we get to do in hospice and palliative care. I'm actually an accountant by trade, don't hold that against me, but I'm not your typical accountant, and for all those accountants out there, love you. Um, I'm so thankful for that background, but your typical accountant, let's all be honest, would not host a podcast show. Um, now, early part of my career, I worked for KPMG, Pete Marwick, and also worked for a Fortune 50 company. And Maybe like some of you, I was just looking for something more purposeful in my life. I love that business background I had. Um, in fact, my wife and I were living in Houston, Texas, and um, she, she and I just really thought, you know what, Pensacola, Florida, that's where she was from. That's where we thought we were supposed to be. And so how I fell into hospice and palliative care is she pointed to the help wanted ads and she said, I don't know why, but you're supposed to look at that, which is just so incredible for me to reflect upon that now 27, 28 years, going on 28 years I'm just doing this amazing work and walking on the sacred ground that we walk on. And I guess one thing and last thing I would want you to know about me is every year I still go out on visits. Um, I usually take a day, sometimes three days, and I ask people if I could ride along with them, go out and see hospice visits, palliative care visits. Um, A couple years ago, I actually did a couple days of home-based primary care. And why I do that is I think it's important, especially given the work that I do, um, with hospice and palliative care organizations all over the country to really see with myself. There's a, a term that Toyota uses called the Gimba walk, which means go see for yourself. And that is my attempt to go see for myself this incredible work that each of you do. And just from my heart to your heart, thank you for the work that you do, because we walk upon sacred ground, and this is not easy work. It's never been easy work, but it's got even more difficult these last three years. And I think it's going to get even more challenging these next five to seven, which is one reason why we started TCN Talks. So this is our last show of 2022. And so I want to thank you, our listeners. We've grown quite a bit this year, and we've challenged our team here at Telias to up our game in terms of our content. We want to ensure it's concise, relevant, timely, and it's topics that hospice, palliative care leaders, staff, even board members that they need to know. And we have so much coming at us today and that that What's coming at us is going to increase as we go forward. 
So we wanted TCN Talks to be a resource. Then like a 15, 25 minute time frame, you get a good download of critical need to know. That's our goal for this show. So if you've got ideas of like subjects that would be helpful for you next year, please reach out to us. Go to our website, teleoscn.org. That's T-E-L-E-I-O-S-C-N.org. Use the contact us, and it'll be a great opportunity for you to give us some feedback and also some great suggestions for shows. So as some people do at the end of the year, let's take just a quick review before we jump into our main content today, which is a review of our shows from 2022. So we started the year with just a very special person in my life, person who had been a, a great mentor, Quint Studer. And so Quint did a podcast, the title was Wellbeing, and this was the essence of the podcast. Like, uh, it's a great podcast. If you haven't listened to it, you should go back. All of them are on our website, same website address I gave, and they'll probably be up on the video if you're watching it. And so Quint said something that just really hit me. He said, you know, in the past, mental health, emotional health skills for a leader, we would call those soft skills. They're no longer soft skills. They're now essential skills. And so... Um, that is powerful and so important as we go forward, especially coming out these last couple of years. The next show was Mark Cohen, and the title was, And That's the Way It Is. If you remember, that's the way Walter Cronkite would finish his shows in the evening. I love that show because I was a great admirer of Mark's daily hospice news today, the daily newsletter that goes out of all great articles, scours all these articles throughout the country. And so one of the things I did know about Mark till we did that podcast is he worked in the uh, President Carter's White House, and he would do a daily brief of what does the president need to know out of what's out there in terms of articles, et cetera. It's amazing how he then ported those skills and later hospice experience and what he does today with the hospice news today. So I thought that was a really good podcast. After that was EDI, Equity, Diversity, Inclusivity, The Journey Before Us. It was Marset Hassan, and Marset just did a great job. And one of the things that struck me is that we want to make a difference with EDI. You can't just think about just partnering with communities. You have to go be part of communities of minorities, diverse populations. And that just really hit me, and she said it in such a profound way. That is a great resource for those of you working on EDI. The next one is the only other monologue that I've done this year, and it was recommended by the CEO of Four Seasons, Millicent Burke Sinclair. And so it was meant to be a resource for hospice staff leaders, but also board members. What do they need to know about what's coming at us? And the title of that show, wow, if you just look at the title, you wouldn't know that was the point. It's called Grow, So, Flow, and Know, which is really the prescription of we've got all this coming at us, and this is what we need to do going forward. After that, uh, a very thought-provoking show. The title was The Robots Are Coming, Oh My. And our friend Jack Neal, who's actually creating a company that uses artificial intelligence in healthcare, Jack is, is usually five planes ahead of most people, really thought-provoking of how artificial intelligence is going to come into healthcare and just the different applications, which then led to our next show with Jeremy Powell, who's the CEO of Acclivity Health. And the title of that show was AI, Artificial Intelligence Applications in Serious Illness Care. Again, another very thought-provoking show. After that, we used one of our own TCN team members. And so Janelle McCallum, our Chief Clinical Operations Officer, and the title was, what, do, what Does Love and Strategy Have to Do at CAP Scores? As a great listen, really concise about how hospices can focus and improve on their patient family satisfaction scores. There's some really good wisdom in that show. After that, we had Christopher Morissette, another Teleos team member. Title was Leveraging Innovation to Improve Serious Illness Care Delivery. So Chris brought some really thought-provoking ideas about serious illness and also where it's headed. Which then, uh, a really thought-provoking title, 
the ongoing perfect storm, just think about the title for a second, the ongoing perfect storm headed our way, almost doesn't make sense. And we did it that way. It's like, is the storm here? It's coming. Well, it's a bit of both. And so Carol Fisher, who's the president of the National Partnership for Healthcare and Hospice Innovation, very thought-provoking and another great podcast to pay forward to board members if you haven't done that. The next one was uh, our first podcast of having two people at a time, Andrew Miloski and Chuck Lee. Andrew is the CEO of Chapters Health, and Chuck Lee is the CEO of Cornerstone, and they're both coming together. And the title of that one is The Rising Tide of Nonprofit Mergers, talking about the, the whys and the reasons about their organizations coming together to form one of the largest nonprofit hospices in the country. After that, we all know there's been a lot of talk this year about trauma-informed organizations as we're in the wake and in the rearview mirror of COVID and seeing the impact on our staff. And so the title of this one is, I'm worried about my staff. Is there something I can do? And there is some incredible wisdom in that podcast with Laura McKinnis, who's a psychotherapist, certified in music therapy, and just a great resource and member of our TCN team. So check that one out, especially as a resource for your staff. And then the next one is Dr. Will Faber, who's on our board of directors at Telias Collaborative Network, also was voted one of the top 50 value-based thinkers in the country. And the title of that one is Value-Based Care and Reimbursement, Where the Puck is Headed, and Hey, the Puck is Now in the Arena. A lot of us hear that term, value-based care, and think, what the heck does that mean? Staff, leaders, this is a great, that's a great podcast to really help you understand better what is value-based care and where is the puck headed with that. Then after that, Gloria Brooks, who I really love, we got a lot of good feedback on the show, and it's, the title was The Need to Know on Hospice Networks. Gloria has done some fascinating research about hospice networks and different models, and she had some great data that she cited in that podcast, which led to our next podcast with Meg Pekarski, who's a partner with Hush Blackwell, and the title of that is The Why Behind Hospice Networks and a Unique Perspective on the Future. And Meg's got such a fascinating perspective. She's an attorney. And um, she also is just not your typical attorney. She's a very right brain, left brain, brilliant person. So that was a really fun podcast. And then the last two we ended 2022 with before this one, the staffing crisis that is probably not going to end. In fact, I almost would want to rename that one the staffing challenge because crisis feels almost too hair on fire. And so I had Michelle Webb, who teaches at Duke University, teaches nursing leadership and also a prior member of our TCN team and still works with us. And Michelle is just a fascinating resource. And we really talked about the staffing challenge. And in fact, her show led me to, she actually sent me a research article afterwards that we're actually going to have one of our early shows in 2023. And that it is a challenge. And interestingly, if you look out there, the staff that there is in healthcare compared to the needs, it's kind of a mismatch of where staff is which is, makes me at least breathe a little bit better, although there's a little bit of conflicting data out there because a crisis is the need is way beyond the staff and there's no way we're going to fix this. It feels like there are some ways that we can make a difference, but Michelle provided some great wisdom in there related to we can't keep thinking the way we've always thought about staffing. So some really thought-provoking uh, uh, ideas in that podcast. And then the last one before this one, um, uh, sorry, there are actually two. We, re we released another one. My apologies. Giving in 2022 with Tina Gentry, Positioning for Success in 2023. Great podcast where um, Tina talked about the incredible success we've had in our network, but some great wisdom about raising dollars. In fact, that's a great one. We did that one in particular around Thanksgiving. So lots of people out there in the hospice and healthcare world could use it, even with donors, as we all get to the end of the year. 
And then just uh, recently, we actually released another podcast, and it actually is with Dr. Kim and Muir. And the title of that one is The Future Serious Illness Continuum of Care. I was really excited about doing that one because I really have been looking forward to talking to Cameron about what should the continuum of care look like for hospice and palliative care programs? Is it just hospice or is it hospice plus palliative care? Is it hospice plus palliative care plus something else? And Cameron did a phenomenal job. So great group of shows that we had in 2022. And so thanks to all our guests. They're all great leaders, thought leaders and influencers in the hospice and palliative care space. They all did a phenomenal job. And I think they really helped us up our game in 2022. So the subject of our last show of the year, and it might feel a little bit philosophical, but I hope it's hopeful and it's also helpful because we're living at such challenging times. But challenging times are exactly the times for leaders to rise. You know, maybe we've all been brought to a time such as this for precisely the fact that leaders are needed during trying times. And by leaders, I don't just mean those with a title. You can lead from any position. If there's anything that I've seen now going in my 27, 28 years in the hospice segment, you can be a leader from whatever position you've been given. As a case manager, a social worker, a CNA, a volunteer, certainly if you have a leadership name or title, leadership title, you can lead. But I think you can lead from whatever sphere of influence that you've been given. So the title of our show today is One Word or Two or Three. In fact, we released a blog earlier this week when this podcast is being released that's really become an annual tradition. And it's from the book by Dan Britton called One Word That Will Change Your Life. See, each year, my family, myself, our TCN family, and even several of our TCN members and their staff choose one word that represents a theme for us in the new year. You know, I believe this is so much better than doing a New Year's resolution because it contains just more power that carries us forward throughout the entire year. I mean, how often have you done a resolution and by January, late January, February, it's already gone. So choosing one word to like center your year upon, it really helps guide and really define your annual journey. Every year, I prayerfully consider what my one word would be. So here's a couple of examples. A few years ago, my one word was wisdom. Year after that, it was courageous. The year after that, it was solitude. And then the year after that, it was re- wisdom revisited and the restoration project. You see, sometimes you could use a phrase too. It doesn't have to be just one word. In fact, one of our TCN team members shared with me her word this year. It's a word she made up. It was vulnerable rageous. <laughs> she combined it into one word. I thought it was brilliant. And an interesting thing about choosing a one word or phrase to center on for a year is that you enter the year thinking that you know what the word represents. But for as long as I've been doing this, the year ends up being this really cool journey where you come to understand the word in a different way during the year. In fact, I find it's like my life is more impactful and I remember more about the year because I have this theme kind of going throughout the year. So it ends up having much more profound meaning to me at the end of the year. And it's like the the subsequent journey just sticks with me more. And that's what my wish is for you. In fact, an interesting thing that I did this year is um, I have a journal here, and I'll tell you about my journal in a second. Um, I started mind mapping my one word this year. If you never mind mapped, it's a really cool technique. You start with the core concept. And if you ever diagram sentences in high school, or if you ever done the college bracket in the NCAA championship, um, it's that basically. You take the concept and things will kind of pop off on it. And I've ended up in this really cool mind map this year because what I thought the word meant coming into the year compared to what it means to me now. So at the end of the year, I'm going to have this really cool kind of mind map 
truly to me represents my journey of this past year. In fact, another just cool thing that goes with that, my son gave me the coolest gift last year is a journal. And I hope he's listening to this podcast because now all he has to do for the rest of his life is give me a new journal each year. So journaling throughout the year in here, doing that mind map is just something that I have found has made my one word just more profound. So I'd love for you to share your one word. In fact, a couple of people emailed me last year after they read our blog. Feel free and share what your one word is. My next year is present and connected, I believe. I'm still kind of toying with it. It's not really one word. It's 2.25 words. Um, but present and connected, I think, is what mine's going to be next year. I'd love for you to share what your one word is as well. One final tip as I was thinking about what we talk about in this show, we also recently uh, released another blog, and it was titled The Rhythms of Life, Work-Life Blend. In fact, there's a link here that we're providing in the actual podcast. And this is wisdom that I gleaned from three different people. I wish someone gave me this years ago. Mother Teresa, Dr. John Morris, who's our Chief Medical Officer of Powered Care, and also Stephen Smith, who used to have a church in a mega church in Charlotte and now has an interesting almost monastery, if you will, a retreat center in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And his book is called Soul Custody. So I took some wisdom from Mother Teresa, Stephen Smith's book, and Dr. Morris. So here are a key, key, couple of key points from that uh, blog. Number one, Sabbath. Not in a religious sense, but basically one day a week where you do something that feeds your soul. For me, it's pretty much from 5 o'clock Friday evening till about 5 o'clock Saturday. Just doing something that you protect the Sabbath time. It's Stephen Covey said years ago, you got to sharpen the saw. So honoring Sabbath. The second thing is a vacation or mini vacation about the seventh week throughout the year. Mother Teresa, believe it or not, used to actually have her nuns do that. About the seventh week, they would take maybe a three-day weekend or so. Doesn't have to be something big. So, which goes to the last kind of key point, and this is what I learned from John Morris. Book all your vacations right now. Like all of my vacations for next year on my calendar. Dr. Morris used to do vacation requests like in October for the next year. And I was thinking, gosh, man, he's already thinking about vacation the next year. And I finally asked him, like, John, why do you do that? He said, you know, my wife's a physician. If we don't get it on the calendar, it doesn't happen. And that wisdom stuck with me. And it took a while to get disciplined enough to figure out school calendars and everything else. But years ago, I hardwired that where every year I get those vacations and I'm trying to space them out. Sometimes it's a long weekend. Sometimes it's a full week off. Next year, actually, I have two weeks where I'm going to be able to be blessed enough to take two weeks off. So getting those space where it's creating a rhythm, which is why that blog is actually titled The Rhythms of Life, uh, The Rhythms of Life and Work-Life Blend. And here's what I found and why I'm paying this forward to you at the end of the year as you're about ready to go into 2023. I have found levels of performance and being that I didn't think possible by hardwiring this in my life, having a one word to center upon and using that wisdom of the rhythms of life throughout the year is just great way to create margin, to be present and bring the best of yourself to your family and work on a day-to-day basis. So that's what I want to pay forward to you. Again, one word, two word, three words is the title of our show today. And so the bookend of our podcast is always a quote. And so since it's the end of the year, I chose two. So here's the first one. Impossible is just a big word thrown around by small men who find it easier to live in a world they've been given then than to explore the power they have to change it. That's by Adidas. And then the last quote, if you talk about it, it's a dream. If you envision it, it's possible. But if you schedule it, it's real. Tony Robbins. 
So thank you for listening to TCN Talks today. Thank you for listening throughout this year. We look forward to a great year with you of doing shows together in 2023. Remember, hit that subscribe button, pay forward our podcast to everyone you know in the hospice and powder care segment. And thanks for listening to TCN Talks.